podcast coming to you live, man, as always. We welcome back one of the better users in the league, Mr. Corey. Corey gives us great content, great material, great shit talk, great energy, and a different swag, a different style. We got him here today, man. We're going to talk about the do's and don'ts, the goings-ons, the goings-ons, what possible drama, what neutralizes the possible drama, play styles, draft styles, all that good stuff. Welcome to the podcast, sir. Thanks for having me, Jared. Cleveland, right? You've had a you've had a roller coaster ride in four seasons. Um, you've had the highs of highs, the lows of lows. Where are you at right now in the organization? Where's your mind at? What are you thinking? Right now, we're just looking. I mean, we're looking for anything for a win right now, man. Like, I I feel I feel I have a team. Like a lot of people message me, well, hey, why are you tanking? Why are you tanking? Like, I'm not tanking. That's the thing. Like, I'm like legit getting beat, and like I have a team that I feel with my skill set that I can win games, but like, it's always one possession. I mean, outside of Andrew's ass whooping of me, like the rest of the, I mean, I was right there. I mean, I, right now it's just like one of those games where like my high school coach used to always say like, I can put you in position, but I can't make the play for you. And it's, that's what it comes down to, man. It's a game of inches, man. No, I, def- I definitely feel that, man. It's been very interesting watching you grind. Um, Like you said, man, you build a team that fits you. The question of the day is always, why move Hawkins? Now, I'll let you answer that. I think in our opinion, I, I look at it from the side of, see, you are very confident in yourself. Wow. You take this, take this. Wow. Thank you. You're very confident in, in yourself and your ability to not only be one of the pioneers of flipping trades. You know, we thought Kerry was really good at it, but you have come taking that skill set and elevated it to another extent. I always laugh at him saying, he's such a skilled artist at doing it because you're good at getting the guys out of town before you got to give them the big contract. You know, you develop them up, but you get more value. And that rotation of development has been phenomenal. And it's really great that you sustain that. So I'm always intrigued to know why move a certain player. I know we can rebuild a guy. That's always. But putting that much energy into something that quick, do you think it's premature? I mean, go ahead. Educate me. I, I, I regret that trade with Devontae now, obviously, for obvious reasons. But, like, I had a running back that I got from Philly and, and Holiday who, where, I mean, I targeted him in the draft. I missed the draft. And I wouldn't have got him anyway because my pick didn't fall. My pick didn't fall um, that far. So, like, um, we made the trade to get um, Holiday back in the AD trade, which was phenomenal. Holiday ran for, like, 28 touchdowns last year. I thought for sure I would get, like, my development game or something like that. And before that happened, like, we already made the decision. Like, listen, we're moving on from Hawkins. We're going to go to a power running back. And obviously, obviously it was a mistake. Um, I I got so tired of making the playoffs and, and, and Dawson rolling me or something like that, or people putting 11 in the box and just and, – and pretty much I dropped back to pass and they just laugh at me. So, like, I kind of wanted to, like, switch it up a little bit, and but I wasn't going to challenge myself if I if I knew I had Hawkins behind me. You know, I mean, it's 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 like a little brother, man. Like he can run his mouth, but he knows he has his big brother behind him. And but when that big brother's not there, like, what are you gonna do? No, so. I understand, and I mean, kind of like you, uh, we I brought in Aaron Jones for for seniority. I brought in Aaron Jones for seniority, but to allow me to throw the ball, kind of the opposite thinking. You know what I'm saying? I brought a guy in that would make people want to load the box to make it simpler, the passing lane simpler, do things like that. So I was definitely intrigued because you had had such a build-up nice thing. I didn't know if you got frustrated with the loss, if you kind of if you kind of just blew the whistle too early on it because I think you did build something. You still have a great core of what you got going on. 
um, was definitely intriguing because I was like, man, if he just ran it back with that squad, man, having Hawkins back there is good because it makes people have to respect him. And it also will help you in the past game. I think you was just more have to get comfortable in the past game because you probably were doing some different things with a Russell. You know, going from a Russell Wilson to another quarterback is different. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was intriguing, man. And I like it, man. I always like when people challenge themselves. So I respect it. So. Yeah, so like we uh, like like back to the Hawkins thing. Like it, him sending to Seattle. Like it, if you see my trades, like outside of Tuck getting Will Fuller off me, like I don't really fuck with the AFC when trading. If, if, if someone messages me, like, "Hey, what's up for him?" Like, like, like if Carrier Dawson messaged me, like I just do LOL. Like I don't say, you know, what I mean, I don't even like want to negotiate with them guys. So like, if, I, if I'm going to the NFC, if you notice, like all my picks and stuff like that, it's all NFC teams. Like I don't really mess with anybody. Even Leader, Leader, my best friend in real life, man. Like I don't, I don't fuck with him in trades. I mean, the Chandler Jones thing. I wanted to move that contract. I mean, I, I way overpaid for him, and 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 Lear gave me what I wanted. So, I mean, the Hawkins deal. Obviously, I regret it, but that's the only deal I regret. But that that's the biggest player I moved so far outside of AD. So, no, definitely, man. And like I said, it ain't like you 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 you're hurting. You got talent. Like you said, you're just trying to figure out what you want to do on the offense. I think defense, you still grind gambling some things, but offensively, it's just you grinding. So, I mean, we, we, are, we are fans of the grind, man. We understand. So, when it comes to picks, you are the general. You are the guy that may set some uh, a premium, like another pioneer move, having possibly the top ten picks, the, the top eight, the top nine, whatever, how many first you got. Um, jealousy is always going to creep when people do things because they can't do it. Um, the one thing I will say is you have you always give value for value. You know, we get a lot of trades that hit the market, and I kind of did a live about it a couple weeks ago about, you know, we, we, we're we still grinding trying to figure it out, you know, for the best interest of the league, but you're going to always give value. That's the one thing we ain't got to worry about. You're going to give value, and just how you feel right now with all these first-round picks, man? What, what's your plan? Are you going to use them all? Are you going to try to flip them? You know, what, I mean, I mean the, the plan right now is we ran a couple of mock drafts and, like, other franchises that we, we created. Um, obviously, you can't tell where the picks are going to land, but like we're thinking that that rookie reserve is going to be about about 72 to 76 million. Like that's what we're thinking right now based on where the stats are. I mean, if fat starts winning and, and his pick goes up and my picks go down, and, I mean, if I can't start winning and I have another top 10 pick in there, I mean, that, that, that can fluctuate up to like 80 million. So my plan right now, is at, at that threshold under 84 million of the 150 million cap space I have, then I'm going to keep all the picks. I'm just going to ignore messages. I, I just, I'm, I'm going to turn my phone right off because what I'm going to do is I, I, I don't want to like talk myself into like, okay, I'm a one player away. Like guys that trade for players, like you can tell, like, like, like when, Le- when Lear got Chandler Jones, I, that doesn't put him in like the AFC, like top tier. Like that doesn't do that to him. Like if I send like um Campbell to Arizona, that doesn't put him in, the, you know what I mean? I'm not trading to guys that are going to put him into the top tier. Like, Devontae, like Devontae's got a legit defense, and he can run the ball with Hawkins. But, like, my tr- all my trades are strategized based on, like, the skill of the player and where it's going to lead me. Like, I-, I see Ronnie trying to, like, copy the blueprint that I've kind of put together. And, obviously, the, the Ngakwe trade was supposed to be part of that. But back to the trading thing. I always look at it like, would I trade for this player if I had New England, if I had Arizona? Would I trade for this player and for the, for this value? That's why you don't see a lot of my trades get declined or anything like that. Or if they do get declined, it's the other person that has to nix the trade, not me. 
Mm-hmm. That's the way I always look at it. And I always say, like, hey, send it to them. If they accept it, they accept it. If they decline, what's the worst they can do? You ain't going to straight for it. Like, I'll, you know what I mean? That's the thing. I know I don't waste a lot of your guys' time, but I always look at it like, okay, that's not going to go through. Like, when that Ngakwe trade went up, Ronnie, Ronnie wouldn't give up his third-round pick for Ngakwe. And he was trying to get a first for him. And I'm like, okay, that's getting declined. But for my draft strategy, it's going to be linebacker, linebacker, cornerback, wide receiver, quarterback, and then running back. Those are the positions I think I need right now. And then I'll fill the offensive line in what I need, which I think my offensive line is going to be good for another whole year. So it's going to be a grind, man. It's going to be, it's going to be tough sled, man. I mean, no one's going to feel sorry for me, man. So. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a grind, but like I said, you have a plan. You know, some people do things and don't even have a damn plan, but they're erratic. Uh, you, you, you are still on a path to something, you know, it ain't like you, you just lost in the sauce making moves and not making moves. And like I said, that's why I think it's phenomenal, man. Definitely interesting. Because you got to, like I said, you have a solid team. And I, and I like what you do. You, you do the defensive trading that I've always recommended people do. Like, people people get on Quinn, right? But then people send them Quinn. And I, and I know we kind of said Vontae. Vontae has eight of 11 of his defensive players as superstars and X-Factors. And yep. he got two X-Factor wide receivers. He just got more from the, uh, the Rams. And then he got Hawkins in the backfield. You know, King is mobile, which that's probably his weakness, his quarterback and O-line. But when you look at it, could you say that he was a player away? You think Hawkins takes him over the edge? Do you think that the NFC West is threatened by Vontae and that that, that I mean, uh, I put I played Devontae last night, and he beat me eighteen to fifteen. I mean, he scored on two read options. Believe it or not, it wasn't Hawkins yeah. that beat me. I mean, Hawkins ran for hundred plus yards, but like I feel like I contained him pretty well outside of a sixty yard run, which I ended up yeah. running him down actually too. But I I really think that division is. Man, even get rid of early cut and bringing in and and bringing in Latif, like I I still rank that division up there, man. Like, I mean, they swept me. I mean, I want all four against them. Yeah, I mean, you know, what I mean, I mean, they're all close games outside of the Andrew, which I mean, three fumbles in one quarter for touchdowns. That you're not gonna win games like that. But no, like, believe me, believe me, I know. That's how I lost to the Rams. Well, well but that, that, that's another <laughs> thing I want to talk to you about, man. Like, like right now, like the way the way the my schedule's gone. Like, I just feel like after you're alive against the Rams, like, I, that, that's how I feel, man. Like, I mean, that's how I feel sometimes, man. I'm just like, bro, like, how does this stuff happen? Like, I mean, you feel defenseless. It's like you're tied up and there's nothing you can do about it. And, and, yeah. and it's, like, it's like you see it before it happens. You're like, oh, my God, look at him wide open. And, well, and it's so frustrating, man. So frustrating. And, and with the L.A. game, you know, I wonder because me and Trey had talked while the game was going on. And I'm not a big restart guy. The game was lagging. And he was kind of like – I told him, I like, yeah, my kick meter shit ain't working. If he was watching my stream, if anybody was watching my stream, I couldn't kick, I couldn't punt, I couldn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? So you watch me, I had to fake everything. And it was one of those things, it was kind of one of the things you kind of screwed. I wasn't going to restart it because I was like, this shit ain't going to change nothing. You know, I was just, the update just happened. Um, and that's just direct. That was a real problem with that. But I didn't want to take away from Trey because Trey played a great game defensively. Yeah, I couldn't do a lot of things, but it was just he played a great game. I didn't want to take that away from him. But it's one of those things I was like, all right, next week, if this shit's still lagging, I'm done, which it's been fine. Me and Ronnie had a good game. I had a couple good games after that. It wasn't about wins or losses, it was about that lag shit. And now, when it comes to play calls, see that I like that. And we went into that. So, seeing what people do and knowing what people do, it sucks when you can't stop it and how you feel stopping. I know, I know that helpless feeling. Um, but you kind of like me. We got a pride thing where we'll say, you know what? I get that they like to do that, but I'm going to make sure that I take that shit away and they got to beat me a different way. When I think about that, 
watching you just play the Jets, I was very shocked to see you back all your corners up when his his tendency is to take out checkdowns and you giving him that yardage makes you have to it's gonna make you initially go aggressive towards it and make the big stuff happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred percent. I I was very shocked by your defensive scheme when it came to how you was gonna defend that. Um but like I said, I don't discount nobody. I got it. Everybody does things the unique way. Um you know, it was it's very unique. That's all that's all. So yeah, it was, it was one of those things like I um week I wanna say week three, I think it was. I can't remember. I played Cincinnati. Um and he did a couple out routes against Coleman. And it's one of those things you're like, you know what? As soon as someone sees that, I mean, it's over. I mean, Devontae killed me with it. Jets killed me with it. Latif, I mean, Latif just gave the ball to Zeke and just said, hey, run, run whoever you want over. But, like, once I seen that Coleman is not the same corner he was last year in the slot outside, I mean, like, I'm like, bro, it's going to be a long fucking season. But you can't make excuses because I, I sent Campbell away because I thought my corners were – where I wanted to be, or I I didn't have to draft a corner or anything like that. I thought I was good there, but Coleman, oh man, it's frustrating, dude. It's frustrating as hell, man. Yeah, one of those you just got to live with, and you know. But like I said, you got the draft capital to reload, man. That's the one blessing. Yeah. At the end of the day, and I mean, like you said, it, it, when it comes to the division, how far are you out of the division? Are you way back, or are you still? I mean, I'm still. I mean, I'm five games back, and 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 Joe holds the tiebreaker over me right now, but. I don't even see I I don't even see an avenue for six wins, honestly, man. The way my team's playing, like I got the Colts, Texans, Titans, Jaguars. I haven't played the Jaguars and Chargers yet. I mean, like it's mm-hmm. it is like I said, man, no one's feeling sorry for us over here, man. I mean, we talk our shit, dude, and this is like this is the this is the time like well, we feel like the Patriots this year in real life, dude. You're gonna get the shit kicked out of you this week this year, man. And that's what it comes down yeah. to. And I mean, if it carries over to next year, man, like maybe, like I mean, maybe it's over the hill for Madden, man. I mean, everyone, every time, I, I mean, everyone's prime and shit comes to an end eventually. But I just, I, don't, I can't figure it out. I, mean, I I lead the league in passing, with passing yards, but I mean, I got two wins. It's like, well, I mean, just just leading in statistical categories doesn't mean wins. You know what I'm saying? That's just one of those things that uh, I mean, the Bengals have led the league in passing the last couple of years, and with Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? But you won the division. You know what I'm saying? So I think that if you just throw the ball and hand the ball off, you can get out of stats. I mean, the Giants led the league in rushing every damn year. Um, so I think it's really like you said, you kind of said some vital things that are interesting to me. Like, you know, you did a couple moves that probably fucked you up in how you run your scheme, and that's kind of fucked with your mind now, which is making you fuck up, thinking you, you fucked your game style up, but you just played a game where the Jets had hella yards and you lost by one possession. Yeah. You know the thing is, we, we, like, we had our chance in that game, too. That's a, that's a sickening about it. Look, you get a turnover that you need, you score the two possessions prior to that, then you go free and out. It's like, man, like. Right. But, you know, it's tough, it's tough, man. Like I said, man, like you said, you just played the Seattle. A Seattle team that is, honestly, if people look, is a loaded team. That team is prime. They are really good. If he plays good ball, you lost by what less than a, a possession, if that. Yeah. I mean, so was... I don't think it's about losing your prime. I mean, when people saw me year one, they was like, "Oh man, Hawk done." Yeah, kind of, sort of. But I had a plan. You know, my team wasn't strong. If I if I if I play regular and I get lucky, make the playoffs, I'm just gonna get wiped out. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a realist, man. You know, I'm not I'm not I'm not foolish. You know, I don't be like, "Oh man, this 77 old team gonna shock the world." Cool, bro. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I think you're fine, man. With the draft capital you got coming, you you always gonna be able to make trades. You you, you got good relationships around the league with how you trade, how you you're not stingy. 
I mean, you, I think you'll be fine, man. I don't, I don't think it's a prime thing at all. I just think it's one of those moments where guys are trending up. You're kind of reloading your team aggressively at the same time. Um, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, man. the major change that we're going to make though in the offseason, well, week one next year, we're putting Twyman from D tackle to left end. Because uh-huh. I mean, like I thought. See, the way I built my guys, and this is my fault. I've been playing. I've been playing Madden since Eddie George was on the cover. Like, I thought like a D tackle would get that finesse move for like the X factors, but like he doesn't get the offer for that. That's why I built him up as a speed rusher at D tackle, because I thought he'd get like that finesse move that AD had last year, and mm-hmm. I wasn't offered that. And then of course when that update came out, and you could change your stuff around, whatever. I still didn't get it. And I'm like, bro, I need to put him at DN, man. I mean, he's 93 strength with like 86 excel and 82 speed. I mean, it's a great defense end to have with Gregory on the outside, but like then I got to replace the middle. It's just, uh, it's just one of those things you think about, man. You're like, man, if I can just get this. And then you, that, that, that's where I feel like I'm at right now. Like if I can just get that right, like this, this little stuff, man. Like I said, man, I think you on the threshold. I, I, I would when I look at it, I look at it from the side, I think you're still in good. Like you said, you still you even have the luxury to be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of cats can't even do it. They got to just go out there what they got and just, you know what I'm saying, grind it out. So I think that's that's phenomenal in itself, man. I just – I get to it like, ah, okay. But I think you'll be all right, man. So there was something dropping the page between you and Quinn, right? Y'all was arguing about something. Oh, man. Can you, can you clarify to us what the hell was going on? Hey, before I clarify it, man, I do want to apologize for Quinn for, for, for getting somewhat personal. And I, I, I re-listened to the thing on it because I, I had my stream up on my Twitch. And I, I re-listened to it. And I, I did get personal first. And I don't even think really Quinn got personal. It's just that, like, hey, we're all chopping up the party, man. Quinn came in and, and, and Trey said something. And sarcastically, I'm like, oh, man, I didn't know Quinn was in here. And then Quinn was like, what's up, Mr. 82 or something like that. And it just popped off from there. Pretty much, yeah. pretty much what it comes down to uh, – your your podcast last week. I, I listened to all your podcasts on the way to work and stuff, passing time. You, you brought up the Eric situation on on why on why Eric got sort of booted, or he did get booted, but for the reasons that we thought they weren't the reasons he got booted for. Like I yeah. thought it was for pretty much laughing at Tuck, saying you should have been smart ass this that and the other. But you brought up a point of its tendencies that Eric does every year, like. It's not like the first time Eric's done this. So what I was, I said, I go, well, Quinn, if you want to get technical, I mean, this isn't the first time that cheating has been brought up against you for telling people I'll give you free wins for XP. Um, you, get the, you did the XP glitch last year. So why shouldn't they have booted you then? You, you, you thought it was funny. Hawk made a post and you laughed at it. So what makes you any different from Eric? And then, of course, he started going in. Well, well, if you make an AFC title game, you can ask me that. Like, he he, he deflected, deflected, deflected. And then, finally, I said, listen, he called me a loser or something like that, man. And I can't – there's three words in the world I can't stand, and loser is one of them. And it just went off, man. I told I, – I said some things about his um his body frame, stuff like that. I shouldn't have said. And I apologize about it, man. I mean, I, mean I, I said to him, I mean, you cheated two things, Madden and your diet. And I shouldn't have said that, man. Like – uh, but I took it like he wanted to go there, so like I went there, and I don't know. Trey, Trey kind of played. No, no. He, he tried to play like the communicator to calm it down, like he was telling Quinn to meet him at the airport, just trying to like be sarcasm. But Quinn just want to let it go, and I was like, man, I'm not, I'm not staying it for it no more. 
And I told him, I go, if you want to, he said he never cheated before in LML. And I'm like, okay, if you've never cheated before, how come you didn't stand up for yourself when your abilities were taken away from you? Like a grown man was standing up for themselves. I go, you want to talk about Eric getting booted from a league when you should have been booted three times now. I mean, technically you did an XP glitch and then you cheated again with Holmes. And everyone knows because Holmes is like me, streams all of his games, the whole game. How come Holmes' stream picked up in the second quarter when it was 14-14? Like, bro, you're, you're not fooling nobody, man. Like, we're all grown men here. Everyone think... can see it. But he didn't want to talk about that part. He just wanted to talk about me not making an AFC title game. He kept repeating himself. I mean, a lot of, a, a lot of heavy breathing. I mean, yelling. <laughs> I mean, like, I was always taught, just because you yell doesn't make you right. And, and that's what Quinn does. He yells. So it's like, you can't really talk to him, man. Yeah. You know, it's funny, man, that um, I know we, as Adam, we get looked at for some wild stuff. We always talk about the narrative. And like y'all said, the narrative was we got butt hurt, so therefore Eric was booted because of that. Um, but and like you said, the podcast clarifies that wasn't the case and why we did it. In regard to Quinn, the safe haven for Quinn is not that he's a champion. It's not that he's some great asset. The safe haven for him is because there was no rules in place, right? We're trying to keep up with the trend. He so happens to have curved some things, but he's also been warned by me personally on some issues. So he knows at this stage, the tread very lightly, oh, right? Absolutely. Because at this point, at this point, there is no defense for him. You know what I'm saying? And I get the rhetoric of, you know, thinking you are the league, but the league is not me. It's not you. It's not him. It's us. It's all of us. You know what I'm saying? And our point is to hold it up accountable. The denial of whatever happens we're going to leave, leave it be what it is. I always, as a grown man, say, if you were struck for something, there was something that happened. 100%. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, we leave it at that. We don't want to drag anybody's um, name through the mud. We let them stand on their own merit. We let them defend themselves. Even with Ball, man, we tried. I told. I remember when we told Ball, we voted as an admin, and when I had to come to him, we asked him to step down in his own way. We didn't want to make it public. He took it to public. You know what I'm saying? He made it something that it wasn't and then tried to make it seem like we were all doing something. You know what I'm saying? If you're wrong, bro, as a man, own up to it, you know? And it, it's one of those things that it happens and we move forward. So, yeah, and and, and I, I still remember that conversation I had with you about ball because it was going into year two and I'm like, man, this league is legit, legit. And when I came across that, like I, I viewed the Chiefs, um, the Raiders, everyone that got drafted, I want to see what the, the, the people they drafted. And when I seen that, I, I legit ran like 10 franchises to make sure you couldn't play 500 down in the season before I came to you. And I'm like, hey, man, you guys can take it wherever you want. I'm not saying nothing to anybody. And, of course, the narrative here comes. Like, well, Corey wanted to get him booted because he couldn't beat him. No, man, I just wanted to level play field. That's all I wanted, man. I mean, that's all I wanted at the end of the day. But, like, it is what it is, man. I, I thought we'd see ball back by now, but I guess it's, I mean, unrepairable. But. Well, to if you if you must know, ball had ball, ball booted us immediately. He he um he left. He blocked us. We are still blocked to this day. I think there's two guys that could probably get a hold of him. Um, I had no ill will towards him. Do I think he could come back and beat GP? I doubt it. Um, I had heard rumors that he don't play mad anymore. He got blacklisted. That's not from us. We didn't do anything like that. Um, ball was family. People fuck up. Shit happens. Um, did it hurt? Yes, because I we confided in him. He's a guy that I really seeked out when I was like, look, we building this thing, I want you with me. Um, so it did hurt, but 
at the same time, I appreciate you being a man to stand up and show that. Because a lot of people see some fuck shit going on. Instead of owning up and saying something, they join the party. You know what I'm saying? And then when somebody gets punished, they heckle from the side. That's kind of what happened in Quinn's incident. See, Quinn was doing something wrong, but it wasn't just him. Oh, 100%. What we had tangible evidence of was Quinn. So when we put the public post out, we got to see people heckle, laugh, and joke. But guess what happened? What we thought would happen. He got voted to stay on the Yeah, that was just the way. That was the way to expose people's energy. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. We all have fun, but you know, it's this is what makes the league great, man. We got a lot of personalities, a lot of strong personalities, a lot of fun guys, man. And we don't take it personal, man. We we enjoy y'all having fun. We just hope y'all can enjoy LML. And and you doing what you did is an integral part of keeping LML. 100 percent, man. I, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's a little bit of backlash for it, man. But like at the end of the day, man, like I mean. The league's a league, you know what I mean? I mean, it, sometimes that kills the league, though, man. It, it just shows what you guys are built like, and then you see a commissioner do that, and it comes clean. Some people leave leagues like that. Like, okay, if that commissioner is dirty, the other commissioner must be doing something. So, I mean, it, 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 it kind of goes both ways, man. I mean, you guys made the decision you guys made, and, and people stuck with you, which is, I mean, obviously still strong to this day. And like I said, it's always interesting, and people will try to do something. I remember uh had a guy hit me up about the um uh XP joint, the XP glitch last year after I ended the league. And he was like, man, rumors is you did something. And I was like, no, I guess it was Odom. I was like, first off, no, Odom didn't even touch fullback. Odom was a running back the entire time. I had no billies until week 17. That's when I finally got X-Factor, won all the awards. Um that second season, though, what we did was when we heard about the XP shit was we, we tried it out. I used Vaughn. I moved him to fullback. I want to see the difference. I didn't really see much of a difference, and that's when it was innocently thinking. And then we got the intel that you put up, which I appreciate once again. That intel, we had no idea about. We had seen those moves done about three or four teams. I personally had seen three or four teams. I didn't think, no, I didn't think deep into it until you showed us the error. Right, you showed us that if I move O line to tight end, tight end wide receiver, the drop of XP was substantial to the point you can get hella XP. We had no idea. It was at that point we had to say, well, four or five teams have poisoned the league this way and have done it for three or four seasons. Why would we give everybody the chance to move forward? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people didn't understand that I was already about to walk away from the league anyway because I'm like, I was already getting pissed off. We kind of said, let's just move forward in a different direction. Of course, everybody didn't agree with it. But I just think that was the best thing to do right by everybody. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And that's why, and that's why you see us get aggressive with these rules, man. Like this year, people don't like them, but man, we we just trying to. It's like every time we do something, we not we trying to get y'all the power. Cats keep trying to rethink ways to you know take advantage, man. It's just tough, man. But 100, you know? man. As, as soon as I seen that, man, I remember, um, I remember Tuck was online. It was late at night. I go, man, you gotta see this shit, dog. And I, I remember sending it to him, and, like, I switched my wide receiver back to left, tight end to left tackle, and I had, like, 12 upgrades. I'm like, what the f- – I mean, for a 28-year-old left guard. I was like, bro, I go, this shit. And then as soon as you started going around and seeing the teams, you're like, okay, that's why. Okay, that's why he's got it. I mean, I mean I'll call it the way it is. I mean, Eric, uh, Quinn, Devontae, they were all doing the shit. But a lot of guys knew about it, but they didn't want to do it because – they thought eventually it was going to come down the chain where you're going to cut like the four guys off and you just keep going as, as is. I mean, when I found out about it, I found out about week four of that season and then I didn't really say nothing until about week 13 when I seen a picture of Saquon Barkley. He had like, he had like 18 skill points on him at 99 overall. 
I'm like, man, dude, like this shit has been whacked for so long, man. But it makes sense, though, man. I mean, yeah. But that's the thing, though, man. When people look for reason, the ways to to go around the system, as you'd say, like it it, it kills it kills leagues, man. But like, as like I said, your guys' league, the way you guys have it sustained, like it, it can handle something like that to a certain extent. And I mean, outside of editing players, I mean, I mean, people are gonna find what they gotta find to to continue to. I don't, I don't want to say cheat the system, but like manipulate the system. Yeah, like I said, we understand that, man. We understand everybody's gonna find an advantage, and it's not about trying to kill people's game styles. And like, you know, I said you still want people to have the feeling that they can compete. Um, and like I said, you you heard my podcast. I have a personal feeling for how I want people to play, but that's just my personal feeling. You know what I'm saying? We want y'all to be y'all. You know, it is what it is. You think I like seeing Saints head back zone and this play over and over again? Hell no, nah, I don't like seeing them. But guess what? That's what people run. It is what it is. Mix it up. We let we let, and we let it go. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, like you said, man, I, I, it's a credit to y'all, man. I, I would like to say we can take the credit, but for real, it's because of y'all to use is hold each other accountable, talking shit to each other. Because one thing we always talk about is, and that's why I like y'all, y'all gonna call anybody out. It don't matter who the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? You'll call each other out, or you'll call the admin out, or you'll call it. That's what we need in this league. To me, that is the secret to success for any CFM. And I think that's what makes us different. You can call the admin out, bro, and we're not gonna mute you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to push you on hush patrol. We're not going to boot you from the league. We, okay. You want this fire? Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? If you're right, cool. But we all grown, man. And to me, I think that is what makes LML great. We took with the things we didn't like from other leagues, and we gave you something that we thought would be the best. And we're still learning. We're still adapting. We're still trying to bring good content, good material. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough. So, but yeah, look where it's at, man. Yeah, look, man, talk about all kinds. Of yeah, I can say getting in depth, man. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like the rest of the year, though, like our outlook for the rest of the year. I mean, legit. I mean, the the post I sent about playing B more. Now I was just fucking around, get the page riled up a little bit. It, it, I'm the guy they love to lose, man. Like when I lose, man, like the fucking memes come flowing. They love that shit, man. But like, what? That's why I always put that Michael Jordan meme up when I win at like last second. My life. Like, I, always, I always say what I feel, stand up what I believe in, and when I get smacked in my face, like, hey, you get laughed at. That's one of the things. And the thing is, like, I feel like I, I like I try to coach Lear. Like, it's like, wait, like, like, I, I know where it's heading, and it's like a car crash. You're like, Lear, like, hey, man, just swerve right real quick. Just don't say nothing. Like, after today's game, I'm like, Lear, like, you can't really say anything, like, excuse-wise. I watched the whole game, and I mean, Young just, I mean, whooped your ass, honestly. Like, that's what it came down to, man. Like, it was it was pure, like, Prescott throwing in the blind coverage and, and Burrow just picking his defense apart. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I will say this, though, man, and, and me and Young are on two different levels. We'll probably never see eye to eye ever. If he gets into the playoffs, which it looks like he's going to, I mean, he's probably going to be, I mean, I, I think he's going to represent the AFC, AFC in the Super Bowl. I mean, the defense that I seen today against Tennessee, like he can guard those drag routes and those deep posts and stuff like that. 
Yo, 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 man. Back at it. Final, man. Admin, a little quick admin talk at the end, as always. Talk about some things real quick, briefly. Once again, I appreciate each and all y'all that have tuned in for the whole thing, man. Appreciate Corey being a special guest on the podcast. As we just sat down and just talked about some things, man. Just talked about it kind of unfiltered, raw, unedited. Um, you may like what you heard. You might not like what you heard, but at the end of the day, it's what it's all about. Giving you good content, giving you authentic content. And we want to bring more people on, man. Anybody that wants to be on the podcast, hit me up. You hit me up. We'll link a time up. We'll sit down and we'll just talk about whatever you want to talk about, man, and bring that perspective to the page. Bring your identity to the page. Bring your your personality to that, man, in a, in a different way that sometimes people aren't as skilled maybe on the game, but they skill, you know, they skill, they skill with, with, with how they talk and, and, and they speech and how they do things, man. So you can get your point across of what you're trying to do, what you're here for, what your goals are, how you having fun, how you embrace the community, not just in the Madden CFM, but in the LML CFM. As always, man, this is a this is business, but this is family. We want to be the best league that we could possibly be. We want to be the league that you want to go to, number one. We want to be, lead, be the league that's pinned first and that you always check on. We know we're going to get hella notifications. We know you're going to give you hella, hella excitement, drama, entertainment, all those good things. But we want you to be like, yo, man, I want to make sure that I'm winning in LML. That's what we want to build. That's the standard we want to build. And a salute to each and every one of y'all. As always, man, if you got guys that can play the game, want to play the game, can rock with the rules, bring them to the page. Bring them to the page so we can continue to elevate the, com- the, the competition in the league and make it better and better and better. Because that's what it's all about, man. So once again, I appreciate each and every one of y'all, man, to the next podcast. As you know, as always, LML, everybody after us, they imitate us.